Check, check. Here we go. Hi, and welcome to the JR Show podcast. Today, got a special little treat for you. My guest is a former American Idol contestant. Miss Tasha Layton is uh, is my interview for this episode of the JR Show podcast. Cannot wait to have a little discussion with Tasha about uh, being a mom, being a wife as well. And I'm going to ask her something I've been asking a lot of the guests here on the podcast about the subject of prayer. It's such a huge topic and so essential to the Christian faith. And so I've been asking a lot of the guests about the subject of prayer. So we'll get Tasha's thoughts at some point during this episode. All right, so let's get to it. My special guest this week is Tasha Layton. Ladies and gents, thank you for uh, tuning in today as we welcome today's Thursday afternoon chat. Tasha Layton. Howdy, hello. howdy. Second timer for us. <laughs> yeah. We're making, like 2020 has been rough on a lot of people, but you and I have been like... You're my most interviewed artist of 2020. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Almost I'm like privileged. Co- almost like a co-host at this point. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd be I'd be happy to do that sometime. I, th- I think that sounds yeah. fun. It's not very lucrative. Well, you don't get into music uh, right. in ministry to be <laughs> lucrative anyway. <laughs> um, if you did, you're going to be disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so far in 2020, one of my favorite songs is is Into the Sea, which we've been playing for a while. Um, let's actually, I was, I think I gave you correct props to my children. They said, dad, who's coming in tomorrow? And I said, oh, Tasha Layton, she's got that song into the sea. And, um, and she was on American Idol for a little bit. And actually, I think she went farther than Lauren Daigle did. And they went, what? I'm like, she didn't win it or anything, but I think she got farther than Lauren. And that was like the biggest. (laughs) Well, if you know anything about the TV show, it, it's about making good television. It's it's not about uh, an indicator of talent or uh, finesse. It's it's just about making good TV. So I don't think there was any rhyme or reason with with who was getting picked, other than um, what they were kind of casting for. So yeah. yeah, it is sort of like casting the show. Totally, yeah. totally. Yeah. Let's lead off with a, a bit of an icebreaker, Tasha, before we get into my real questions that I put sweat into. Um, <laughs> what is something you wish you could do every day? Oh. I feel like coffee is a bit of an escape or a quick, you know, an yeah, easy. Yeah, I, I mean, my mind instantly went to macaroni and cheese. <laughs> if If I could eat macaroni and cheese every day and be guaranteed not to gain weight. Yeah, or die. Or die yeah. from the, the carbs and the, you know, all that is within that. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's that's pretty, that'd be pretty amazing. But honestly, on a serious note, I would say uh, just spending quality time with my kids, uninterrupted, um, not having to worry about chores or cooking or anything like that. Just just being with them. I think that'd all be right. amazing. Good. I would have gone with mac and cheese as well. <laughs> <laughs> and then thought about, whoops, uh, my kids. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. that's essentially what I did. Yeah. Might as well throw in the Lord right here. Yeah. <laughs> Spend time oh, yeah, quiet time. <laughs> no, he knows. He knows. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's right. with us in all of it. He's in mac and cheese. The Lord created it. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> the um, Just the word prayer, Tasha. Uh, 
I want to only I don't talk a lot about a lot of serious stuff throughout the year. Uh, it's more mostly just armpit noises. And we just do fun <laughs> gags, and then every once in a while I read a scripture, you know. But this is a subject that is real for me. It's a struggle for me, um, and I think it's a struggle. I'm trying not to sneeze. Sorry, I don't have COVID. Um, it's a struggle for a lot of people because you know, do I have? Is he hearing me? Do I have enough faith? Mm. I read a book from. Uh, Timothy Keller that was called prayer and it was a whole book about just the science of where where am I when I pray am I in some kind of mm. other level am I in my thoughts it's confusing for a lot of people is what I'm saying so throughout your journey can you just tell the people uh, maybe a couple of things you've learned about that subject that have stayed with you yeah well, before I got married and had kids and, you know, life got a little bit busier, you know, when I was single, I would spend hours and hours in, in prayer reading the word. And I, I loved that time. It was really formative for me. Um, but that's not the reality for most people. I'd say, you know, I love what um, Brother Lawrence kind of puts puts forth in his book, The Presence of God, just that you are practicing the presence of God at all times. And um I think that it takes sort of this effort to to know that God is around you at all moments of the day. So sometimes prayer for me looks like literally going into my closet because not yeah. not a figurative prayer closet, but my literal closet to get away from my kids, um, you know, so that I can be with God. But it also means while I'm getting them in the car and it's chaotic and I'm in the grocery store or I'm pumping gas, I'm literally praying like I was praying on the way here. Lord, whatever you want to say, you know, this morning, let it let it be so. So I think it's knowing that the presence of God is he's infinite and he's omnipresent. So he's always there. And knowing that you can access that presence at any time, according to your cognizance, according right. to your awareness and a lot of times we're just not aware that God is already there and just waiting for us to talk to yeah. him. Well, as a kid, I always, when I heard pray without ceasing, I got guilt. I got mm. shame instantly in my head. Like, I can't do that. And that sounds horrible. Mm. And then as I've become an adult and take on the world's difficult situations, now it's all of a sudden pray without ceasing makes sense to me. Yeah. Because there's very few moments in my day where I feel like I don't need to include <laughs> like, mm -hmm. it's a constant conversation now where it used to be a depressing thought like a chore and yeah. now it's desperation to include him throughout the day well I heard something really interesting when I was in seminary I worked for pastor Jack Hayford and a, a lot of your listeners probably heard about him um mm -hmm. leader teacher writer and he said something that stuck with me he used to do these uh, workshops for pastors every month. And they asked him about his quiet time because anybody of that much influence, you you're curious, you know, like what their relationship with the Lord looks like. And he said, I stay with Jesus every day until he warms my heart. Sometimes that's a moment and sometimes that's hours. But I know, I know when I've crossed over into being fully aware that he's with me. And I think that set me free from some of that guilt to know uh, wherever I am, if I stay with, sometimes it's instant. I literally call upon the name of Jesus and it's like instantly I feel his presence. And then sometimes you don't feel him right away. And and your faith is an act of will, uh, not emotion. Yeah. Well, I think I grew up kind of the way you did where 
I was guilty. I felt guilty if I didn't read a certain amount of chapters every day, if I wasn't in a Bible, a Bethmore Bible study, yeah. you know, and uh, in a group and in church every Sunday. And I, I think there is a, a wonderful um, rhythm in all of that that is very beneficial, but it, it can also be become legalistic oh. and religious. And I, I think I crossed over into the legalistic and religious part of it and I think now I've I've swung the pendulum, you know, maybe years after that, and then now I've come sort of in between. Yeah, um, I'm the same. Because you realize the value of being in the Word, like, yeah. and not just the Christianese phrase, in the Word. Like, yeah. I say that because people know what I'm talking about. But when you are reading Scripture, it's alive and breathing. It's It changes you. It transforms you. Yeah. So there's a benefit to that. Do you know that feeling of when you forgot to brush your teeth in the morning and then you head out and you're like I did something wrong ew I feel hair on my teeth (laughs) yeah that is the same way I grew up thinking if I did Mm. not get that moment with the Lord in this morning which was very law based it was very Mm. rule based it was the same feeling as something's not right I didn't brush this morning Mm. and now at the age of 43 it's I feel it in a different way not from a guilt it's a oh man I'm not wearing not wearing the proper battle armor today. Mm-hmm. Yikes. I'm easy pickings in a sense. Yeah. Um, anyway. Uh, Tasha, where um, where is the oddest place that you have been recognized? And um, and this is part B of the question. If there's not a great story for the recognized, do you avoid telling people your job like in a small group or at a haircut? Because it <laughs> opens up this yeah. huge conversation. Well, the oddest place I've been recognized, I I was on tour with Katy Perry in Brazil. We did uh, not Rock in Rio, but some other big show down there. I don't remember where we were. But some of the fans outside of the green room um, were holding up American Idol signs and had they're huge American Idol fans. So I didn't I didn't realize that when we went. So when I came walking through, they all started cheering and I was like, who are they cheering for? <laughs> and and I think our drummer or somebody was like, uh, your name's on that sign. <laughs> and I was like, what? Um, so that really surprised me because I, I just had no idea that yeah. anyone would have remembered me from the show. But I think Christian, you know, be- believers who were watching the show and, um, you know, knew that I was also a believer. I, I think they kind of yeah. took took to that a little bit. Well. Yeah, you're like, Katie's not here. What are you? <laughs> yeah, it was so oh, weird. Oh, that's mine. <laughs> it was so weird. Yeah. Uh, and then what was the other question? Uh, so like at a haircut or a small group. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Because I go to small groups with our church once in a while, and I just show up and say my real name, not my radio name. Because mm-hmm. it, one, it opens up, hey, what's up, uh, concert tickets. Like, it's just best to avoid it. Not that I'm ashamed of the mm-hmm. station. It just makes life in private life a little simpler. Well, I do live in Nashville, (laughs) so I I think the uh, norm is that everyone just assumes that you do something in music, so I I don't really avoid it in that sense in a small group, because everyone knows me from church anyway, so, uh, but when I am at a haircut or something where I don't know the person, I I don't shy away from it, because it's opened up really beautiful conversations, and points at which I end up praying with someone who, you know, yeah. isn't necessarily a follower of Christ and is searching or, 
you know, they hear my story in that and they have some questions and I can kind of further them along in whatever journey they're on. So, no, I don't shy away from it. Um, you realize I'm feeling guilt now. <laughs> well, well, I'll say when I when I worked for Katie, I never told people because then the first question is, what's Katie like? Yeah. You know, what was it like working for her? But so when I worked for her, I did not um, usually mention yeah. it. But now that I'm a Christian artist, I mean, this is a ministry. Yeah. So I I do. I don't shy away from it. Yeah. Right. It's perfect. Um, let's go. Sorry to guilt you. We, oh, no. We should probably <laughs> pray about that before I leave. <laughs> Sounds like you. Sounds like you have some some uh, stuff yeah. with guilt there. Oh yeah. Let's break that in the name of Jesus. Um, parenting versus being a wife. Mm. Which one was the brochure not as accurate as it ended up as it should have been? Like had the most surprises in regards to surviving them. Neither. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think both are really hard. I always tell people who have been single a long time, you know, it is being single was really hard for me. I didn't get married till I was 32, but being married is way harder. Yeah. Uh, because you're constantly confronted with who you're not and your selfishness and all of your quirks and proclivities. So, I would say marriage is really hard. Um I, I've heard it said, you know, marriage is not God's only way to break you down and humble you, <laughs> but it's God's favorite way. So, uh, so yeah. And then being a mom is the hardest thing I've ever done yeah. in a lot of ways. I mean, it, I, the exhaustion and loneliness when you're up in the middle of the night nursing and uh, when you're at home with your kids and um, you just feel like you're going nuts. You know, I, yeah. I think neither of those were the brochure. And at the same time, the joy and fulfillment from both of those things right. is incomparable. Otherwise, we wouldn't have chosen to get... I mean, it's like the two hardest things in your life you yeah. chose to go into. Yeah, and it wouldn't be yeah. God's plan. Right. I mean, he. it's it's a beautiful thing. And, and my kids are... Um, I'm so tired. We were talking before this interview about... I was up with a five-month-old all-night teething. And yeah. it's like, I'm so tired. But I'm also... When she smiles at me, holy cow. Yeah. I just... It makes everything right. <laughs> right. With those beautiful gums. I know. Because <laughs> she's teething. I know. Sorry, that joke didn't go where well, I wanted it well, to. <laughs> toothless beauty. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we talked to us about Sound of Heaven, same album as Into the Sea. At Love Lifting Me was previous or same? Uh, it's on the same EP. Okay. It was just the first single we released gotcha. from the album. But Sound of Heaven, we actually wrote on a church retreat, uh, a church writing retreat. Um, Chris McClarney is one of our mm. worship leaders at Church of the City here in Nashville. And... Um, I don't Chris, know why I thought he was a California. Guy. Yeah, well, he he used to be a little okay. bit, but he's been here for a long time. He grew up here, but uh, Christy Knuckles is also part of our church, and uh, so we did, had this writers retreat, and we got paired together, and we wrote this song, and I I felt really strongly that we needed to get it out, and so we recorded it, and um, yeah, I mean, I I love I love our church, and I love you know, what, what God is doing through the music there. I mean, how could he not when all those people go to yeah. our church? It's, I mean, it's just full of uh, musicians and worship leaders and um, a lot of talent. So, um, what is Tasha, what is the greatest uh, worship song that's ever been written? Oh, gosh. I think there school. are a handful. I mean, Awesome God, Hello. Yeah. Anywhere in the world I've been, people know that song. Shout to the Lord. Yeah. Everywhere I go, people know that song. Yeah. Um how great is our God? I mean, 
pretty much any of Tomlin's, (laughs) Tomlin's the world's worship leader. So anything by him. um, Are you a hymn person at all? I love hymns. I mean, I grew up on hymns. I love when you, you know, modernize them a little bit or, or do them a little bit differently, but but I, I love hymns and I love to so sweet to trust in Jesus. That's one of my favorite, yeah. favorite hymns. And, um, so yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't think you could pick just one. Yeah. I would love to see a Matt Redman or a Matt Marr take on the big 10 from mm. West, you know, all the old stuff. Yeah. And just have them with their voices, Redman and Marr take on old rugged cross. Or what if they did a duet? <laughs> I mean, yeah. that would be great. <laughs> yeah, I think we've birthed something here. Yeah, you uh, should tell him. I'll tell him. Matt goes to our church too, so okay. Yeah, which Matt? Matt Moore, the American or yeah. the Canadian? Oh yeah, they're both Matt. Sorry, uh, Tasha. We've been ending all of these interviews with a little feature called "Tickling the Ivories." So we brought a piano into the studio, um, just for an end of interview, um, the fun thing to do. Now. Some of the people we have in, like we've, we've spoken of Matt Marr, who goes to your church. We had him on for Tickling the Ivories, and he like threw us Chopin. It was incredible. <laughs> oh and my then gosh. we had people, like Zach Williams played, tried to do Twinkle, Twinkle Little Star, and he botched it. Oh so my gosh. the spectrum, we're not looking for talent. We're looking for just whatever you want to give us in 30 seconds. And you can take it serious. You can take it fun. Um, and it's, it's just 30 seconds for you to do whatever you want on a... Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, well, I am a vocal teacher, so I would probably have to do some scales. Okay. That's perfect. Here we go. We are at the piano here. It is tickling the ivories with Tasha Layton. 30 seconds to give you whatever you would like to give us. All right. Are you ready? I think I'm going to lead you through a vocal exercise. Okay. Okay, so do a little cough. <coughs> Clear your throat. La, 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 me, 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 me. Me, me, me. seconds yet <laughs> I, I think people tuned out at 10 <laughs> yeah well i thought that was beautiful yes that was great i thought you did a great job wrapping things up with tasha layton and uh, again the ep you can find all places you consume music uh, into the sea is on there uh, love lifting me any idea of when well you probably have no clue about getting on the road too much at this point but music are you taking advantage of this time to write yeah well i my maternity leave kind of turned into quarantine yeah. so <laughs> in in one <laughs> sense and i've had no preschool or childcare so i've had my kids you know full time for several months now but um so i i haven't had a ton of time but we are we do have a couple of songs that are almost through production now that that we had started before I had the baby. So um, that's really exciting, and you'll probably hear about that pretty soon. Cool. Looking forward to hearing those and, uh, and then seeing you live whenever that happens. So thank you for the time. Awesome. Thanks. I will admit that is my first time having a vocal exercise. Nobody has ever taken the time to try to train me. But who knows? Maybe I've got this hidden talent somewhere. Well, probably not.
Thank you to Tasha Layton for being my guest for this episode of the JR Show podcast. Absolutely love her song Into the Sea. And she's a lot of fun as well and give you, you know, she'll give you some great, great answers. So enjoyed that. Thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, feel free to give us a nice little five-star review. As always, when you hit subscribe on the JR Show podcast, you get alerted when a new episode comes about. Follow us on Instagram as well. Next week, the incredibly talented singer-songwriter Ryan Stevenson is going to join me. Again, when you hit subscribe, you'll be alerted when that's out. And until then, that's it. Peace. See you.